Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of the Squiggly Animation Podcast. This is Ben Mitchell ringing in the new year at the tail end of what I hope has been a delightful holiday season. And in keeping with old-timey tradition, I figured it would be apropos to go out with an outtake special. That's right. Believe it or not, in spite of our indefatigable chemistry, myself, Steve Henderson, and our various other podcast contributors occasionally stumble... Uh, go off topic or just descend into unbroadcastable juvenilia. So, if you don't want the illusion of the Squiggly Podcast's facade of utter professionalism to be sullied, listen no further. However, if you think you can handle some babbling nonsense, occasionally ribald, tangents, and even the odd outright f**k-up, then this is our gift to you. So sit back and enjoy the Squiggly Podcast Outtake Special. New developments, animation news, fire it at me. I'm a willing receptacle. Well, we'll probably discuss in length, but the Oscars, the BAFTAs, the BAAs, all these award ceremonies are coming up, and there's quite a few different, uh, you know, animation films that are kind of snuck in there, and sometimes they're featured as the kind of uh, the main thing. That wasn't a sentence. Well, it was words. So you're halfway well, there. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. It's it's like a puzzle for the listeners. Uh, they can put the they can put it together themselves. <laughs> it's all there. You've just got to. Oh, why should I do all the work? <laughs> you know? Exactly. It felt a bit weird, like having Gillian Anderson like plastered as like the main character, and she literally says yes like four times. <laughs> yeah. If, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that like her only line in the whole film? <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Yes, yes, in a in a in a, in a faux English accent that she's that she's. There are going to be some X Files geeks who recorded that off the television for future use. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we're going to get the complaint emails like we're talking about children's programming, and this is calm down. <laughs> All sorts of wonderful guests on the horizon as well. We've got Peter Lord, Greg McLeod, Adam Elliott, Michaela Pavlatova, um, and uh, Kinnan Saunders. never (laughs) and it was just yeah it was fascinating but now kids have got that whenever they want you know and they've they've got multiple platforms to enjoy it on as well little spoiled bastards spoiled little shit have you you know what I find delightful kids reacting to things Oh, that. <laughs> the the older the thing, the better. Because old stuff is old. Are you talking about that, them, them, them um, YouTube things where it's like, kids react to Game yeah, Boy? It's not in colour! <laughs> <laughs> we had to make do. It will be when I smash it over your head, you little sh**. <laughs> we'll be seeing all the colours of the rainbow then. <laughs> this is stupid. Hey, guess what? You're stupid! what's the pro bestiality agenda well he actually says doesn't he on this he said that uh christoph in frozen has an unnatural relationship with his reindeer sven ah because we all remember the scene where they well who who hasn't wanted to a reindeer well it's so hot when their little noses light up The fact is that when you were a kid, you were watching these these animations and these. Uh, and how long did the last? In reality, how long does post? How long does an episode of Postman Part last? I, 
10 minutes, okay. if that. Yeah, 8 to 10 minutes, something like that. So how are you going to stretch out the what is now nostalgia or maybe, you know, the kids today like the new Postman Pat? How do you stretch that out over an hour and a half? I mean, my postman's slow, but it doesn't take him an hour and a half to deliver a letter. It takes him about four hours. But it, it, what, what I'm saying is when you've got something like... Um, and I'm by no ways uh, defending the Postman Pat film. I can see you've gone quiet, Ben. Um, I'm just w- watching this unravel. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, um, it doesn't kind of have that detour, perhaps, toward the end. It's more a series of detours that then makes for a very consistent, straight-ahead narrative. Mm-hmm. Very watchable, even though it's completely unconventional narratively. But like Memento, in a way. A little bit. Ever seen Memento? I have, yes. Oh, good. So you know that's a brilliant reference. Uh, well. <laughs> exactly. In, in your own I words. I can tell by the conviction in your voice. <laughs> yeah, the, the film does have a, a, a unique you know, way of, of telling this story, of, of, of going backwards on, on the main character, Edmund's past. Like Is Memento. He... Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> like Memento. <laughs> um, I just really like Memento. Yeah, tell us more about Memento, Ben. I really feel it really put Joe Pantoliano on the map in a way that other films hadn't quite before. Certainly he'd had something to say in Bound and The Matrix, sure. But this really cemented his... Okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I have my fun if no one else does. (laughs) Carry on. Well, I'm now imagining, um, was it Guy Pearce in uh, Fuzzy Felt? Yeah. I imagine that every night. <laughs> it's long been a dream of mine. Shall we do a little roundup of uh, what's been on the Squiggly website since we uh, we spoke to the fine audience last? Yes, let's do that. Yeah, there's lots of stuff that people uh, might want to check out on the old website. Um, we've uh, actually there isn't that much. It's been a slow couple of weeks. Yeah. Sean the Sheepquill. Sheepquill. Does that work? No, I think we struck gold a few podcasts ago with the year of the sheep. We're not gonna we're not gonna do it again. We didn't strike gold, Stephen. We struck gold, Ben. We struck gold. We struck nothing. <laughs> we struck <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was literally just two people making noise. <laughs> the winners for the, the BAFTA this year was uh, for, for visual effects, uh Merwin m- <clears throat> for visual effects, uh Interstellar. So it's March 2012, um, and little did we know in March 2011 that I would still not know how to introduce things. You know it's March 2013, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No idea. (laughs) Oh boy, Um, we are getting old. Um. (laughs) <laughs> and take two <laughs> I like we, we saw the full footage of the of the interviews that we that we went down to do uh, that Tom went down to do for us rather 
Uh, and you're right, Isaac just couldn't put the, the puppet down. He, could, he was just so so happy with it. It was like it was his Christmas morning toy, and he was so happy, and he was so, like he kept moving the puppet and things. Poor armature must have been in bits by the end of the junket because he he wouldn't put it down. And here's what they do: see, they printed off all these different. We know. <laughs> Who do you think you're fucking talking to? This big. Needlessly antagonistic to a young, earnest, enthusiastic fellow. <laughs> what a <laughs> p- I am. <laughs> we should just wait. Just wait for life to crush him. Just wait. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. <laughs> it's odd to see Tim Burton go away and do Pee Wee's Playhouse and not do the Adams Family. Yeah, well, Pee Wee is a weird one. Like, I could never really get on board with that. Mm. Like, of, of his output. I mean, that was quite early on. I think that may have even been. Before, like, Beetlejuice. Yeah, I think that was his sort of, hey, if you do this, we'll let you do what you want. But that scared the f*** out of me. <laughs> f***ing large Marge. They didn't tell you what was going to happen. It wasn't <laughs> fair. Large Marge stunk. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> what a terrible storyteller. Like, after, well, you, after you pull that shit with your face and then you just carry on telling the story. No, hang on, I have some questions here. <laughs> that was stop motion. Yeah. <laughs> the kind of stop motion that makes you void your bowels. <laughs> Tim Burton, you're getting my laundry bill. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> so it's kind of interesting to hear, you know, dialogue such as it is. This sort of nonsense language, or is it just like the West Country? <laughs> Which, because what it reminded me, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it reminded me of the Mayor of Casterbridge. Never seen it. There was this old Alan Bates BBC adaptation of the Mayor of Casterbridge. Now, Alan Bates is kind of a celebrated actor, and um, I think it's a celebrated adaptation, but he stunk in that version of it. He's so like entrenched in the accent mm. that you know i mean you know maybe at the time it was easier to understand but the recording quality of the audio is pretty bad and there is a kind of like sort of auction scene in a in a tent at the beginning the mayor of Casterbridge begins with alan bates drunk out of his head so he's doing drunk acting on top of his awful accent <laughs> so he's slurring his words maybe that was it maybe just that he couldn't act drunk properly and he he auctions off his wife and daughter but his sales pitch is really kind of like crap. It's like, my wife is awful and my daughter's a pain in the ass. What's my starting bid? <laughs> it's not exactly a hard sell, but someone does buy him and then he eventually reconciles with them. And then this whole other story begins. Awful bore, a, a blot on the landscape of classic literature. There, I said it. Wow. Thomas Hardy, what a hack. <laughs> so yeah, the, the slurred West Country dialect. Um, of uh, Sean the Sheep. It, it put me in mind of classic Alan Bates. There you go. Yeah. Marrying some culture together for the uh, listening audience. Nice. And it's just gone, Beauty Pound, which is the uh, the thing. But I'm glad you, you gave this podcast uh, a little bit more than I could have presented, Ben. And I did. And it was rubbish. And I shouldn't have done it. Okay. Well, believe in yourself. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll work through this together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So she's in it. Who else is in it? Uh, well, I just said Izzy Sutty and Johnny Vegas. And it's just the three of them? Uh, I think there's more people in there. Ah, uh, Simon Green. Then that's obviously who I'm asking, Steve, about. <laughs> Don't miss them out. They're going to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> you go, they're going to mention my name next. And then we don't. 
and then we've ruined their Christmas. I'm sorry, Ben. I think that's just a, a nice way of uh, underlining his legacy there. Sums up the attitude rather nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that set the tone for this episode. <laughs> On to your laugh-a-minute squiggly podcast. Speaking of Oscars... <laughs> Moving on. Who do we have then for the very first podcast of 2015 or 2015 to the layman? We have an interview with, is it An- Annabelle and Anthony, what's he called? Box Trolls. Anthony Stacci yep. and Graham Annabelle. We have an interview with the directors of the Box Trolls. Graham, sorry, what are the names again? We have, an inter- <laughs> we have an interview with the directors of the Box Trolls. Graham... Hang on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Graham Annabelle and Anthony Stacci. Yeah. Um, uh, but we can punch it up, shall we? Just to be absolutely sure. <laughs> oh, I like giving you stuff to edit. That's what this is. I don't know how I'd feel if I saw Zippy, uh, George and Bungle get up to the activities that uh, they don't hook me. I'm scared. Team do. But it, they are wonderful. Zippy was already a bit weird. I mean, when you kind of, I mean, the whole zipper for a mouth thing. <laughs> you know, it does have a slight connotation there. I remember one time I was trying to buy a gimp mask, but I didn't know what the term was. So I'm asking the the lady behind the counter. It's a, it's like a ski mask, but it's all it's a complete overhead thing. And um, you remember that chap out of Rainbow? <laughs> zip, zip. It's like, oh, he has a gimp mask. Uh, we don't sell those anymore. We had a long chat about the uh, Ann Summers bureaucracy and how their meddling ways were changing the spiritual uh, direction of the firm. So I had to leave, you know, empty face. <laughs> Sad story. Imagine if you'd have gone in and said, like that guy out of Rainbow, and ended up going away in like a, a hippopotamus costume or a bear costume. Oh, no, just, the fairy story is just down the street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I expect him to get home. I'm home! And she's remarried. And like, she's got, there's this guy sat there smoking a pipe with his slippers on in the chair. It's like, well, this is awkward. We searched for you for a good couple of days. and well. <laughs> That's a South Park episode, wasn't it? It was the Iceman. I'm thinking like Castaway. When he, no. <laughs> he finally makes it off the f***ing island. And again, there's an old film, so spoiler alert, she's banging some other dude. <laughs> Wasn't he his dentist or something? Yeah, yeah. And she won't even come and meet him. Like, the new guy comes and says, Hey, so I'm stipping your, your fiancé now. <laughs> but uh, you had kind of a good thing going with that basketball. So, you know, <laughs> buy a new one of those. Fill it a little hole in the top. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Keep the goodness coming. Last week was phenomenal, followed by last episode, Sucked Turtle Penis. I like that one because it's sort of poetic. It creates a sort of visual in your head. Sucked Turtle Penis. Is is that what the kids are saying nowadays, Ben? You know, that's one of those recreational activities that you don't contemplate until someone puts it in front of you. It can you though? Hang on. My knowledge of turtle anatomy is very limited. It's basically based on like having Ninja Turtles toys as a kid. But where do the? Because they got the shell bit, and that kind of goes over the crotch, doesn't it? So where does the willy come out? I don't know. My knowledge on where's David Attenborough when you need him, <laughs> or at the very least Eastman and Laird. Yeah, 
Maybe, maybe, maybe. Whoever's spying on my Google account is now wondering why this guy is typing in turtle penis. <laughs> According to Jezebel.com, turtles have horrifying penises. Horrifying? Oh, dear Lord. Oh, that's not pleasant. You would not want to suck that. It's like a sort of slug. Huh, okay. Well, anyway, back to the animation podcast. <laughs> After Oh, this was... I think this is my favourite comment. I'm not entirely sure what this gentleman's going for. Ahem. <clears throat> P***y sandwich. Don't, don't type ah. that into Google, Ben. Please. <laughs> We've got the rest of this podcast to get through. You're, you're too late. <laughs> <laughs> is it already saved in favourites? It's the name of a folder on my hard drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's uh, I can I can just picture like a a three foot tall Ben Mitchell with a beard, but still a child, mm-hmm. crying over the fact that in uh, twenty years time or whatever, um, there's uh, there's a you know you wouldn't be yeah. Hang on, three years, twenty years ago, were you three foot tall when you were eleven? No, um, ignore that bit. No, no, no! I, I think you're going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> oh well, I'm glad. I'm glad you can see where I'm going because I'm f- blind here. <laughs> Here's what they should kill: Maggie. Just, just go dark. <laughs> Make up for that maudlin, drippy sh- with the butterfly last year. <laughs> Will the Maggie Simpson butterfly adventure win an Oscar? What do you think? <laughs> And I think that pairing of animation as the as the medium that tells the story, it comes perhaps more out of left field. Mm-hmm. And I think that can, can bolster the power something like that has. It's like when they kill off someone in a Disney film, you know. <laughs> yeah. For all the people that didn't realise that the Lion King was a was a Hamlet retelling them they were surprised when when Mufasa passed away. I mean, I was, because I was nine, but yeah. <laughs> it's not something that was a, a big part of the EPK at the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You weren't sort of like told when you were going into the cinema. Now make sure you know the source material of this. <laughs> yeah. I think Disney was uh, was quick to hide it as well, but <laughs> there we go. That's another, that's another conversation. But yeah, the, it, we are kind of blessed in a way to have such... Uh, such directors able to to demonstrate that the form is capable of a lot more than than is you know initially perceived, and to have people like Jimmy uh, Murakami involved in animation and arts um, is just you know it's a sad, it's a shame to see him go. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that uh, that thing about Disney just now and how that was another conversation. Why don't we have that conversation now? Go on, because, go on. Uh, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> Go on then. I've got a bus to cat. All right. <laughs> um, it's okay. I'll check my Twitter. You go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing was basically that that the Lion King, uh, as perceived as like the big original splash that it was, was actually just Hamlet. And that's the long and short mm. of it. Everyone's heard that one. Have you finished Twitter? No, I'm waiting for you to get to the to the what the the issue was. Well, there was no issue. Did I say there was an issue? You said it was a whole other conversation. 
that Disney was trying to like sweep under the rug. Well, well, that that, that was the conversation. It was, it was a sentence. Uh, it was a very short conversation. It was very soft. Well, but you've, you've you've said everything that could be said. You, you teased it in a way that so that it implied there was a whole nother like controversy to it, or that it was somehow created some kind of uh, 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 spanner in the works. Yeah. Or whatnot. Yeah. And now I'm I'm I you tease me and I'm left unsatisfied. Good. Good. I, I I live to disappoint you, Ben. We know this. <laughs> it's the squiggly modus operandi. <laughs> you want to try that again? Why? What happened? You kind of stumbled a bit. All oh, right. Okay. Um, we've got the first part of a two-part interview with the Disney legendary. Blah, blah, blah. We got the first part of a two-part interview with Mr. Glenn Clean and Glenn Clean. <laughs> Glenn Keen, a name I'm sure everybody knows. What a smorgasbord. Of animation talent. Excellent. I'd just patting ourselves on the back. Yep. That's just to get rid of the phlegm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Let's get oh, on with Steve. it. You know that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, we have our fun. Uh, it's Christmas. Uh. <laughs> okay, let's get this show on the road. We want to carry favour with our audience. They're not even listening to this bit, Ben. We can say anything. Nobody's listening. Now they know how to skip forward, we can say anything. I am naked right now. We can say anything. I, I, I said it, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, That's what happens when you turn the video off. Oh, God. I'm, I'm floating free. <laughs> it's just nice to have room to breathe, you know? <laughs> Oh. Hopefully, people will have seen the film uh, through, you know, our announcements on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, you know, and if not, then this is why you should be following us on Facebook and Twitter. You'd have seen the film. Yeah, for God's sake! If you're listening to this podcast and you're not, I mean, really, where's your sense of? We're doing this for you. It's all for you, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> That was a shit birthday present. Well, Why would he want you to do that? <laughs> is that, uh, is that the nurse when she hangs herself? <laughs> what a terrible way to end the party. Wow. <laughs> I bet he'll bloody love this. Damien! <laughs> well, we've got the cake, we've got the balloons, we've got the clown. There's something missing. <laughs> I love how annoyed the clown is as well. <laughs> There's a one shot of the clown going, this f***ing bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be all eyes on me. <laughs> I bet it's going to be like a thing when I try and invoice the parents now. <laughs> you should do his. <laughs> you should you should take that clip from the film and do his thoughts <laughs> in like a kind of echoey <laughs> cloud commentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for the whole franchise, right up to like the Omen Three. <laughs> I once did my uh, my paper round, and there were, I felt I, I was like um, I was about I, don't know, I was probably about fourteen or something, and I saw this bag under a bush, and I just and it was near a car park in an old folks, and I booted it. I, you know, anything could have been in it. I was a bit stupid, and I booted it, and it just exploded, and it was a pile of porn, but like individual leaflets. So there was this kind of beautiful moment when all the porn 
was sort of floating and flying because it was windy as well so all this porn was sort of floating and flying in the air and it's sort of like it's sort of floating everywhere was it like an american beauty it was just like <laughs> yeah and, and later on the bus the school bus went past and when i was on the school bus and it was still everywhere it was all over the road it gone on the main road <laughs> yeah our childhood do you say she doesn't like the scent this could go couple of ways. When you say she doesn't like The Simpsons, do you mean that she doesn't like any Simpsons made in the last 20 years? Or if you put on, yeah. like, if you put on, like, The Stonecutters episode, or Mr. Plow, or, um, you know, Bart Gets Bart an Smith. Elephant. Yeah. Okay, that's weird that we came up with that one at the same time. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're like a f***ing married couple. Our menstrual cycle's gonna sync up in a minute. <laughs> that was Jay Grace, director of The Farmer's Llamas, the Shaun the Sheep Christmas special. Now, that, I believe, is on Christmas Day, yes? Uh, you believe wrong. I think it's on Boxing Day. Boo. <laughs> there you go. Well, you got them loud seagulls. I think you're hearing them louder than I am. I have got the seagull setting on my microphone. That's good. It'll, you know, it gives the uh, it gives the podcast a calming uh, ambiance. I expect. Mm. Yeah. There's a. Uh, have you ever heard of the Yogscast? They're a Bristol one of these YouTubers. Is that the Minecraft one? Well, Minecraft and video games and stuff. Right. And uh, obviously they're based in Bristol, but they do a thing about every summer, all you hear throughout them playing the games is, and they're a proper setup. they've got a proper office and everything else, is just seagulls. All you uh-huh. hear in the background is, is shrieking seagulls. Yeah, that's so Bristol I, for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I used to live in Sunderland and I used to get dive-bombed by them all the time. Oh, yeah. And everyone else did. It wasn't like a vendetta or anything. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't envy you living in a town with those sharks spinning around. Whenever you see a baby seagull on the ground, you're terrified because you know that adults are just have just put it there, waiting for you to like go within twenty feet of it so they can shit all over you. Oh, hate seagulls. Now I go to visit Weymouth, so it's mm-hmm. by the sea. So I, I foolishly attempted to have lunch outside once. <laughs> it's like, I don't think you want to do that. I can handle a f***ing seagull, love. Because <laughs> when I'm being obnoxious and misogynistic, I affect a uh, regional accent. Sure enough, the f***ing seagull came down. Didn't even go for the burger. It tore a chunk out of my scalp just to f***ing teach me who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> then came back again, and while I was dazed and... Ooh. Didn't even keep the burger. It just knocked it out of my hand, passive-aggressively. Ooh. <laughs> Take that, f***o. <f-go. laughs> so we ducked into an alley. I cowered, and uh, I'm sure that's affected her entire perception of me as a man from now on. Bested by a flying rat. <laughs> but it's the way it goes. Laura the jungle. Laura the, uh, Laura the seaside. Laura the, Laura the seaside. <laughs> <laughs> he alpha-mailed me. <laughs> it's probably a girl seagull as well. And obviously follow Squiggly on Twitter and Facebook, because that's where we'll be yelling about it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, perfect timing. That's the um, segment alarm. It's got a very weird text. Okay, all right. I'll deal with that later. Cool. Yep. Stop it. <laughs> Leave me alone! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Constantine Bronze, it's film, which is 
had a lot of buzz around it and I think really lived up to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really good. We Can't Live Without Cosmos, it's called. That was another, um, like, top five of yeah, the definitely. screening. Yeah. I, I'd be surprised if it doesn't win something, yeah. unless yeah. it doesn't, and then we'll take this bit out. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Have you seen the box trolls? No. No. Ah, right, okay. Uh, I saw it last night, it was really good. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Does it live up to the Leica legacy? Uh... Yeah, it's a nice, yeah, it's a nice, uh, nice kind of change of directions. I can go into it. I can go into it on the for the for the for the old podcast. Oh, I thought we'd started. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> but it's like it's always that tap on the shoulder, isn't it? It's always the buzzing. You know, it's like a buzz in your pocket every time somebody gets in touch. Obviously, we love people getting in touch. F- what, I, what I'm digging my bigger hole. I'm digging a big hole here. <laughs> So we've learned today that you're terrified of social media interaction. That would probably get people to use it more. Everyone should tweet more, just, just to just imagine a, me shitting myself. <laughs> a campaign of absolute torment. You don't even need to like do trolling, just like tweet links to insightful articles. We'll be cowering <laughs> under our desks. Here's the thing. It's very possible I could give less of a shit about Star Wars, but wouldn't it be wonderful if I auditioned to be in the new Star Wars film? as like an extra and then for whatever reason I actually end up getting lots of screen time (laughs) denying someone who their entire life revolves around the possibility of getting involved in a Star Wars film at some point or other you should totally audition for the Star Wars thing I've already I've already filling in the form no well next month's podcast I want to report on on how famous you are and when your action figure is going to be made no, um, it's not about fame. You, you, you're misreading me entirely. Oh, no, it's, you'd be using it, the fame to your own evil ends. No, 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 not, not at all. It's not about me. It's about denying someone else who needs that in their life. They need that unfairness because it'll, it'll teach them a thing or two about the way of the world. Maybe have them move past their sort of fantasy paradise of, you know... Blimey, Ben, if you if you carry on sat on the fence for much longer, you get splinters in your ass, mate. There's an advert for Harry Potter Land on at the moment that I saw last night, and it's all these adults, but they speak in kids' voices. The rather passive-aggressive sentiment of the advert being, yeah, we know you should grow up but we also know that you're the ones who are financially solvent now (laughs) so come play witches and wizards and flying broom games (laughs) excellent so don't um, run into a double do or you'll get slayed by a beadzebub you're you're making this up with a with a surprising proficiency. I'm uh, I'm sure J.K. Rowling's because terrified. Because that's what she did. <laughs> exactly. <Just> made fucking <laughs> noise. Do you think he asked um, Benedict Cumberbatch what it was like being a dragon? Because he's obviously the voice of uh, the Hobbit, Desolation of Smoke. He's he's the voice of Smoke the Dragon, which is a okay another fine now, piece. Now of, that information uh, is in my head, I get the reference. <laughs> I forgot you haven't seen it. I'm thinking, which episode of Sherlock was that? (laughs) Yeah. It's the episode of Sherlock where Martin Freeman's got hairy feet and he's trying to fight Sherlock in a big cave full of money. Yeah. Is there a kind of homoerotic undertone between the Hobbit and the dragon as there is in that show? Because I'll watch it if that's the case. 
There, there, I don't think there is. And uh, even if there were, I think the, the sheer logistics of <laughs> consummating that relationship would be a little bit... Well, what about the donkey and the dragon in Shrek? Oh, how can we forget? Blimey. The worlds of fantasy have no limits. <laughs> oh, dragon f***ing, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you forgot to mention Martin Freeman is uh, is actually Stickman in this, the the, the star of the show. Hmm. Which is a, a bit of great casting. He's going to be on uh, all over Christmas, isn't he? With with a Sherlock Christmas special as well. He's he's certainly uh, not going away anytime soon. Mm. That was the other thing I kind of like. Why I couldn't really get into the Hobbit was he's playing the Hobbit in the exact same way he plays like middleweight executive characters. He plays yeah. in everything else. Tim from the Office. He's, he does the same things with his like shoulders and his face and like. Well, that probably isn't how a Hobbit would act. <laughs> oh, but then what am I, the f***ing Hobbit police? So, you know, I'll shut my mouth. Well, who better to describe the, the, the adventures of Mr. Chuck Steele than Mike Mort himself, the director? Why don't we uh, turn it over to him at this juncture? Or not? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Okay, then. Yes, let's go. do that, then. <laughs> Mike Mort, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what an introduction. He must feel so special. Uh, the social media is a little bit, uh, a little bit upset by those two uh, emissions. And are you? Um, not really. I mean, they're just awards at the end of the day, aren't they? <laughs> Moving along, then. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't affect me, does it? I love the moments when you just burn out mid <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think um, when the crushing realization of what ephemera we're babbling on about hits home, <laughs> and we're like, ah, f- it. <laughs> I think I'm um, just gonna go outside for a while, look at the sky. <laughs> What's it all about, eh? I'm just gonna think things through. I might be a while. As well as the uh, squiggly screenings, there's also going to be the uh, squiggly animation quiz hosted by uh, me and you, Ben. Mm-hmm. So put on your. Animation thinking caps. <laughs> you read you read the copy perfectly there, Ben. That's that's the that's the official motto of the of the animation quiz right there. <laughs> Shall we uh, one more time let the audience know when and where they can uh, check that presentation out? Yeah, if I get it up. <clears throat> um, I'll isolate that bit for future use. <laughs> Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> they do pay homage to a lot of uh, the kind of things that we love as well uh, in the series. Uh, old old movies, old horror movies. Um, some so some old favourites are referenced in there. I saw any saw. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but maybe that's something they can consider. Human centipede. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Ben. Obviously, it's human centipede. Everyone does that. Any uh, old classics. The classics. Yeah. What is Minions about, Ben? Uh, they look like, um, I think it's about like, uh, 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 I don't know. I, I tried. (laughs) (laughs) The Book of Life out in cinemas now, just in time for All Hallows Eve and, uh, uh, possibly the Day of the Dead. What day is that? The 31st of October through to the 2nd of November. Ah. There's three days. So it's three days of the dead. Well, so that's basically like the Hanukkah of Halloween. Yeah, or the Christmas. Uh, or 
maybe Christmas is the something of reverse thing. Maybe not. Next up on the podcast. <laughs> I think if it had been a film about like playing rugby, I probably would have. Because it's, it's such a schoolboy thing, isn't it? Well, we, we played a little bit of rugby. Uh, we played touch and pass. I was too skinny for it. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing to me. So yeah, I just used to get thrown around for an entire PE lesson or uh, an entire kind of extracurricular sort of um, session. But it built you into the man you are today. It did. It, it, it knocked An animation me. podcaster. <laughs> the, the most alpha of all the alpha males. <laughs> if Ebola wipes out the earth, hopefully you and I will be there to repopulate it. <laughs> Our magnificent genes. God, the, the amount of times we've started podcasts complaining about colds we have. I don't think we'll be repopulating <laughs> anything, Ben. <laughs> yeah. We might get in the Guinness Book of Records for quickest death from Ebola. <laughs> I think in the last podcast, the uh, Manchester Festival hadn't been announced. No, no. It's been a couple of months now. It might be worth talking about that a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know if you want to start that as a new segment or do you want to sort of weed it into the end of this is not a cartoon. Weed it into the end? Uh, let's go with the weeding into the end angle. Go on then. I've, it's already begun. It's been <laughs> weeding away. Right. This is what's going in the edit. Mm. Oh. <laughs> this awkward shuffling oh, from conversation to conversation. Damn it. So, uh... So, um... <laughs> sir, and go. <laughs> so, as well as, um... No, sorry. Um, 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 sorry. I'm just that was my balls dropping. Uh, yeah, that's it. Awards, awards aren't important at the end of the day. It's, it's in your own time. It's, it's, yeah. It's, Are you okay? <laughs> Do you need? It's the sunrise. It's it's the sunrise that's important. It's 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 the whiskers on kittens. It's it's the baby's laugh. That's what's important, Ben. Yeah, it's not awards. Do you need medical assistance? <laughs> Do you have a life call? I think I'm on enough medication. A life call. What's a life call? So it's a th- thing that the infirm wear around their neck. <laughs> Right. Okay. There's a button they press and an ambulance comes. <laughs> I'll pull this card. <laughs> oh, hello. Is that, hello, are you all right? I've had a fall. <laughs> so, Ben, it's been another month, our final month of a beefy, all singing, all dancing podcast. We're going to streamline this thing. We're going to, you know, make it faster, better, stronger. But for now, it's the end of 30 million hours and 30 podcasts of um, the Squiggly Animation podcast in its current form. That was too long. Do you want me to say something else? Uh, well, that, but like... Better. <laughs> yeah. That, but with words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that it's probably best to just turn it over to him and travel back in time to uh, when this film was still being worked on. Um, this is from a recent visit to a semi... This is from a semi-resident... Christ. <clears throat> this is from a semi-recent visit to the NFB, uh, where I got to catch up with Mr. Cordell Barker. So let's uh, hand it over to him. Somewhere in that shambles, there's a good segue. <laughs> um, obviously started by 
uh, enormous spider monster, Norman McLaren. Mm-hmm. If you've cut the bit out about the spider monster, that is not going to sound very No, no, well. I'll, 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 if I cut it out, I'll keep that in just for people to be like, what yeah. happened? <laughs> <laughs> he was a spider the whole time. I knew it. You could always tell which films he'd made when he was on weed and which films he'd made when he was on caffeine. Because of guess, how- you got that even even worse. Put that bit out as well. <laughs> so on that impenetrable note, we wrap up the first ever Squiggly Podcast outtake special. There's plenty more where that came from, so who knows? It may not be the last. Of course, we'll be back in January with our usual podcast format bringing you top-notch industry guests and slightly more coherent to banter. Until then, have a fantastic new year, and I'll leave the end credits in Steve's capable hands. The Squiggly Podcast is presented by Steve Henderson and Ben Mitchell, with music by Wesley Allard and Ben Mitchell. It's produced... It is produced... It's produced... It's produced... <laughs> it's produced... <laughs> f***ing hell. <laughs>